God has designed you for a unique purpose. Get equipped for God's call with a degree from Clark Summit University. Choose from undergraduate and master's degrees, available completely online in programs like business, counseling, Bible, and education. For some programs, it's possible to earn your degree in as little as two years, or you can complete the degree you previously started. See if you qualify for a tuition discount. Answer God's call on your life and become a Christ-centered, career-ready graduate. Go to clarksummitu.edu slash podcast. That's clarksummitu.edu slash podcast. Sennheiser has been continuously setting trends in the audio industry. Wherever people care passionately about recording, transmitting, or playing sound, Sennheiser will be there. Artists, disc jockeys, scientists, sound technicians, or demanding music lovers, the Sennheiser name always stands for premium products, headphones, microphones, and all-around audio solutions. The ultimate in sound quality. Sennheiser. It's the Messiah Community Radio Talk Show. This is Michael James Lauren, your host. Are you at an age where you want to learn about living in an RV? It could be any age, but we're here with one of the best-selling books. The uh, author, Alyssa Patchett, is joining us. The book, A Beginner's Guide to Living in an RV. Everything I wish I knew before full-time RVing across America. And welcome to the program. Thank you so much, Michael. I hope you had the book in front of you to be able to read that super, super long title. Our sponsors with over 90 years experience in developing audio electronics. Bayer Dynamics stands for innovative audio products with the highest sound quality and pioneering technology. Two business divisions, consumer and installation, provide tailored solutions for professional and private users. All products are developed in Germany and primarily manufactured by hand. From headphones to microphones and conference and interpretation systems. For more information, please visit north-america.bayerdynamic.com. And by Vocal Booth To Go carries a complete line of products and accessories specifically designed for voiceover actors, audio professionals, podcasters, producers, and studio owners to help them get professional results for their clients. It's your go-to place for sound treatment, soundproofing, portable, and mobile vocal booths. Visit VocalBoothToGo.com for more information. And Oralex Acoustics has one mission. To make you sound your best, thousands of satisfied Oralex customers have experienced improved acoustics along with free expert advice, total sound control products from Oralex enjoy widespread use among prominent artists, producers, engineers, and corporations worldwide. Remember, it's not your gear, it's the room. Visit Oralex.com for more information. And great audio starts with great gear. And Zoom's 30-year reputation promises quality and affordability. Visit zoom-na.com today for recorders, audio interfaces, effects pedals, and more. We're Zoom, and we're for creators. Yeah, <laughs> your book is great. And as a matter of fact, it's a best-selling book. If people go on Amazon and as well, they can go to your website too. But, uh, you know, it has uh, a lot of good reviews. Alyssa, tell us uh, your story. I mean, you're again, you're not the like 60 years old. and Not that there's anything wrong with it. A lot of people get at that age, though, and they start thinking about it. So what made you start thinking about uh, living in an RV? For my husband and I, we were 23 at the time, and we had just gotten engaged. And we were trying to figure out what we wanted our marriage to be. And we knew we didn't want to just go that classic route of we were fresh out of college. We were just going to work nine to five jobs and get in an apartment. And it just felt like we were going to be 
stuck. We weren't doing anything bigger than ourselves. And we came up with this idea. Heath was an entrepreneur and wanting to start a business. I was wanting to write books. And we wanted to just kind of travel the way that any 20-year-old wants to travel and see the world. And I came to Heath one day and I was like, Heath, what if we wanted like he wanted to go to California or North Carolina. And I said, what if we just went to every state in between and we (laughs) hit off this bucket list goal of visiting all 50 states? And Heath is like crazy. So he agreed before I'd even finished pitching the idea. (laughs) He was all in. Yes. Go ahead. No, no, you. Well, we, I mean, we didn't know anything really about travel at the time because we had just graduated college. We'd never really traveled on our own as adults. And through a little bit of research, we realized that the cheapest possible way to actually hit all 50 states other than, you know, living in a tent or in the back of our car, which this was going to be our first year of marriage. So both of those were pretty much off the table instantly, (laughs) was going to be to buy an RV and travel the country by RV. And so we got on Craigslist. We found a super, super old rundown looking RV that like you would never, ever have to worry about someone breaking in and trying to steal anything because it just looked so crappy. And that was our home for our first year of marriage. It took us to 49 states. Wow. I mean, what's amazing about this is that, you know, I'm sure you've seen other people, though, you you do have to be kind of like an older guy like me before you start thinking about this. And uh, how do you feel the fact that you're so young? What are you, like the 28 years old or younger? I have one more week of being 28. Wow. All right. And you're and you're just recently a mom? Yes. We got a six-month-old daughter. I mean, this is exciting. You're taking it on the road. You've been on Fox and Friends and mm-hmm. uh, many other stations as well. And you document your travels on YouTube. And uh, what's your YouTube channel? It's just Heath and Alyssa. We're, we're pretty uncreative. It's just our names. <laughs> but I mean, this is exciting. So somehow you realize that, you know, you're going to get more of the gusto out of life doing it young. And not yeah. everybody can realize that. I mean, you know, really, you look back in your life and you say, I wish I did that. You're doing it now. I mean, it's like uh, uh, you guys are, are a little bit more mature, huh? Yeah. And I think what we realized whenever we were just getting onto the road, like we didn't have any kids yet. We didn't have a house or a mortgage or anything tying us down. So there was almost no risk to traveling then. We knew if we had waited and we had bought a house or we had waited to like started a family or something like that, then getting out and traveling for an extended period of time would have just been that much harder. So whenever we were going out into the world with these crazy dreams of writing a book and starting our own business. It was very much like if we fail, okay, we failed. Like we at least own this old RV that can be our home. We at least tried to do something new. And maybe, you know, whenever we were scrambling to find real jobs, people would appreciate that. But we were going to at least take that risk. Alyssa, because a lot of people, what they do, I'm sure they're very envious because, you know, maybe people play things a little too safe. And you guys said, no, there's a whole world out there to see, both of you. And uh, and gosh darn, you know, you're going to do it and see and and live lighter. And so, by the way, like a producer is listening. (laughs) If not, I mean, you guys already, I could see it, you know, a, a television show and all that. Have you been approached? Because both of you televise very well. Yeah, we've done a few pitches for different TV shows. We actually just pitched one a couple weeks ago to Chip and Joanna Gaines' new network that they're about to launch, Magnolia Network. 
because this next year we are going to do another tour of the country. And our dream is to buy and operate a campground. And so this next year we're going to the best of the best across the country, figuring out what makes a campground experience awesome so that when we buy our own property in the next year, we have all this research and information from other campers and from other campground owners as far as here's exactly what we need to do to have the most awesome campground in America. That's our goal. Cool. (laughs) Sounds good. The motivation behind this, Alyssa, is you're telling people you can do this. You know, I mean, it's like people are scared. To eat. when you when you mention something like like it maybe be for someone else someone another person but you are telling people in your book a beginner's guide to living in an RV everything mm-hmm. I wish I knew before full time RVing across America um, that you can do this and so how exciting is it where someone you know sends you thank you letters or emails and and they said you know I I I'm gonna do it I love it it's so it's kind of like too much power in some ways. Like someone will message you and be like, I read your book and I sold my house. I moved into an RV and I'm like, whoa, like I didn't mean to like influence your life that much. I was just trying (laughs) to tell you like, here's how you get internet on the road kind of thing. It's, it's very, very cool. And you know, Heath and I, we've been RVing and blogging for five and a half years now. So we've been sharing our story for, for so long and there's, we always get messages a couple of times a week from people saying, Hey, I'm going to start RVing on this day. Or you inspired me to buy Winnebago, things like that. And it never stops being just the coolest feeling ever of knowing that you did this crazy thing, whether that be, you know, actually moving into the RV or actually sharing the story and putting it in a book for other people. And just seeing that even though all we're doing is, is traveling, like it's not something that is inherently meaningful to other people, but by sharing our story, we're impacting other people's lives and we're inspiring them to chase after their dreams or or not live the normal status quo lifestyle, but to push themselves a little bit further in their lives. And that's just a really humbling, cool thing. Yeah, it must be. Again, it's a bestseller on Amazon, you know, living in an RV. Uh, The thing is, it says here, you know, who is this guy written for? It's for anyone who wants to travel to North America in an RV full time. I will walk you through. I'm reading your writing here, choosing your RV, (laughs) understanding how it works, transitioning your life on the road, mail, insurance, you know, water, all that, internet. Oh my, it says. (laughs) And what what it's really like living on the road. I mean, uh, it's a big deal, you know, what, what you're doing. And uh, because I, I think that what is it about living in an RV that opens up people's worlds? I mean, because it's not as easy, uh, I'm sure, as it, as it sounds. I think the biggest thing, so whenever my daughter was born in this past year, we moved into a par- an apartment temporarily and kind of back to life as normal. And the first thing I noticed that I didn't realize after so many years of RVing was being surrounded in nature every single day you're outside and you're going to these beautiful places and you don't realize how much energy that gives you Mm. and and such a I don't even know the right word for it but like this beautiful understanding is maybe the best phrase I could use whenever you're sitting in a national park and you can see the mountains in front of you or you can see a a grizzly bear or this river or this (laughs) natural beauty and you're just constantly in this state of of awe about the, the creation around you and so 
to go from something like that into an apartment or, or vice versa, I think that's probably the, the most different thing is constantly being outside and kind of realizing, hey, like when I lived in a house, I was pretty much inside 24 seven. We right. never intentionally went outside to spend all of our time. And it has been just a killer for Heath and I being in an apartment of just realizing like, I can't just walk out the door and instantly be outdoors. This is super weird. Well, if you check out Heath and Alyssa, you know, pageant on YouTube, I mean, you'll see you were more, you were meant to do this. You you guys are born to be <laughs> on the road living in an RV. It seems like, like, like a fish in water. I mean, you know, you, and the way wow. that you talk about it and everything, but the fact is now that you have a six month old, how is that affecting your life? How is that different? Well, it's different in that we take a lot of nursing breaks whenever we're driving to pull over on the side of the road. Whenever Ellie was four months old, so back in October, we hopped on a plane and flew across the pond to Italy and got a motorhome over there and RV'd for a month. And so that was kind of our test run to see if we were prepared to RV back in America. And she adapted super quickly. We kind of figured out how to time our driving across the country with nap times and finding places to, you know, pull over so that we could feed her and, and burp her and let her play around before we get back on the road again. And you kind of just adjust to the things that she needs. And she super quickly adjusted to life in this tiny space. And so now that we're back in the States, we're actually moving into Winnebago this weekend and hitting the road full time again. And her name isn't Bindi, is it? I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, like is it the Irving? I don't even know the, the last name, but it's like the animal planet where they all grew up, you know, Steve Irwin, that's it. And the crocodile. But, you know, again, um, how neat is this? And so, you know, a big question, I'm sure, before we get to, you know, flushing the toilet and all the things that happen in an RV and people have questions like, how do you get mail and things like that that you cover in your book? Um, you know, I want to ask you, um, you know, what, how do you guys make a living? So we run two businesses right now. My husband has a software startup called Campground Booking. So we noticed very quickly on the road whenever we first started traveling that most campgrounds, if you want to book them, you have to call or send them an email because that's the only way you have to get in touch with an actual person, check their availability with them and then book your stay. And it was a, it's a super long, annoying, complicated process. So he said, I'm going to solve this. I'm going to create the software or partner with the developer to create the software so that people can book campgrounds online. And so that is what they do. It's called campground booking, which is another super creative name. And that is his whole business. He has a business partner. They are running with something like 30 campgrounds right now. And our other business is our blog business. So that includes, you know, the books that we've written, uh, our videos, our podcast, our blog, all the income that comes from all of that. So can I be the first one to say, I'm sure I'm not. You guys are amazing. <laughs> I mean, this is, we want to find out more. Alyssa Patchett, our special guest, a beginner's guide to living in an RV. Everything I wish I knew before full-time RVing across America. Go look on Amazon because it's like one of the best-selling books. We're going to learn a lot more right after this. 
Charlotte Christian College and Theological Seminary believes that every Christian has a distinct calling and that he or she must boldly respond to that call. Charlotte Christian specializes in equipping the adult learner and all degrees are available both online and on campus. Degree fields include urban Christian ministry, biblical studies, pastoral studies, and more. So whether you are called to full-time ministry or as a co-vocational minister, Charlotte Christian can help you. Visit us at charlottechristian.edu or call 704-334-6882. The world and everything in it delivers sound journalism grounded in God's Word through a daily 30-minute podcast. From essential headlines to feature stories to international news straight from the field, after only one or two listens, you'll wonder how you got through your daily routine without it. Listen anywhere you typically enjoy podcasts or by going to wng.org slash podcast. Christians in Action Missions International is actively accepting applications from those desiring to win the lost at any cost. We've been sending long-term missionaries throughout the world for 62 years. We emphasize intentional personal evangelism, equipping disciples, and planting churches among the nations. We empower national leadership to demonstrate and declare the love of God to the unreached. Journey with us as we take the gospel to the world. Log on at cinami.org. Org. That's CINAMI.org or call 559-370-4103. Okay, we're back with Alyssa Patchett and the book, A Beginner's Guide to Living in an RV. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you thought about it. <laughs> People who are listening because uh, you see these RVs on the road and you think, you know, could I do that or, or what, you know, what age can I fit that into my life? And in your book, you're talking about uh, exploring your RV options, where to buy your RV, to tow or not to tow, uh, electricity, power, uh, everything, including let's talk about the uh, health care options and, and also how do you get your mail? <laughs> I think healthcare is one of the biggest blends, but I think it's also so volatile, like it's always changing. I feel like the rules are always different. And so there's a company called RVers Insurance that they, you can go to them and say, hey, I am domiciled in Texas. I need to be covered countrywide. What's the best insurance for me? And they will find one for you. And so that's kind of the the theme with RVing is that, yes, it gets very complicated when you have to be a resident of one state, but you don't really live there and you're traveling full time. But there's a lot of companies that will handle all of that confusion for you. So our viewers insurance, they'll do your health insurance. Or they won't do it for you, but they will find you a company that will cover you. And they can find you a company to cover your car, your RV, any other insurance needs that you might need. So we highly recommend going through them because they're awesome. And then for mail... We use a company called Escape Bees. And so what they do is before you can get your mail, you need to have an an established domicile. So that's basically where the government thinks you live, even though you are traveling full time. And it's not like a sketchy thing. It's a totally legal thing for three states, for Texas, Florida, and South Dakota. And they know all the legalese, but behind why their CEO is a lawyer. So they're like super versed in all of this. But those are the three states where you can easily establish your domicile, where that will be your address for your driver's license, your insurance, any government forms that you absolutely have to have an address on. So that's the 
best legal way to do that is to go through a service like them. And then escapees also will forward your mail to you. So uh, a couple weeks out of the month or however often you want to get your mail, you can just call them up and say, Hey, I'm in Nashville. Here's the address. Please forward me my mail and they'll Uh forward it to you. Or they will scan it into the computer and send it to you via email, whichever way you prefer. And so that's a great way for you to get access to everything that you need without the actual stress of having to, you know, drive all the way back to Texas to get your mail or anything like that. People, I'm sure they can't wrap their head around it, right? When they try to figure out, like, how do you do that? (laughs) Yeah. And it's super scary and complicated when you're like, wait a second, I'm not going to have an address. What am I going to do? The IRS is going to come after me thinking I'm trying to like skip out, but no, there's legit ways to do it. And the big question, of course, Alyssa, did you get all your Christmas gifts this year? Did they all come in the mail? <laughs> uh, I sent a good chunk of them to Heath's parents' house that there I would make go. sure. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Well, I mean, it says in your book, everything I wish I knew before full-time RVing across America. So the big question, you and Heath, you know, your husband, um, do you have to be, a, <laughs> I'm sure you're problem solvers. I mean, this is not for the faint at heart. If you don't get along together as a team, you know, and you try to go out husband and wife RVing, uh, let's just say, uh, but if you're not problem solvers, you'll, you're going to have a problem. Yeah, you got to be quick on your feet for sure. That's it. <laughs> you, wrote, you wrote a whole okay. book about it here. I mean, it's, okay. it's, it's just incredible how, you know, and so what, what would you say if you had to say, what are the top five things that you learn the hard way? So always lock all of the doors. The first story that comes to mind. So it's the sun has just set. We had been, we used to run a film production company on the road and we had just been filming all day and loaded everything into the RV and we were driving to an RV park. It's dark outside. We're in downtown Nashville and we're making the left turn to get up onto the, the ramp to get onto the interstate. And my husband's turning and I just hear the loudest crashing noise that was extended for like 10 seconds. And I'm like, babe, did we lock the doors to the bays under the RV? He's like, nope. All across the ramp to get on the interstate. We've got a crock pot. We've got lawn chairs. We've got a cot, like a hammock, all of this stuff. And keep in mind, like it is dark outside so oh. i like run jump out of the rv i'm oh like goodness. trying to pick up all of this stuff there's cars all around me because it's like rush hour and it was just like the biggest moment of yeah but you see the thing is that you, you have such a good again i enjoyed watching both of you on on youtube and hopefully soon on national television which would be you know that'd be cool <laughs> and uh but the fact is, it's how you, de- I mean, really how you deal with problems in life. That's how we all get inspired, you know? And so yeah. to see you kind of bounce back and, and instead of saying, oh, this shouldn't happen to me, you just like, <laughs> well, no, things happen. I'm going to deal with it. And both of you are that type of personality. I want to ask you, you know, when you went and, you know, you met each other in college, what did, what did you both major in? I was a public relations major and Heath double majored in business and communications. Wow. It, it, that all sounds, you know, you, <laughs> one of the few people went to college for the right reasons. Uh, you know, you're using what you learn. And yeah. so, well, that's one thing that must've been Harry. And so uh, I guess I won't hold you to four more things, but what are the things that come to mind that you really learn your lesson? So one other, one thing about RVs is that they have 
tanks on them. So you've got a freshwater tank for water that you can use for drinking, showering, that sort of thing. You've got a black tank, which is everything just from your toilet. And then you have a gray tank, which is going to be your water from your shower and your sinks. So whenever you're hooked up at an RV park, you can just hook up the hose and open up your tanks and they'll drain straight into the sewer and you don't have to worry about them. Well, we were all hooked up, but my husband forgot to actually open the latch so that the water could go out of the tanks down into the sewer. Oh and boy. So, I'm trying to think what's going to happen right now. And <laughs> go ahead. So this was soon after we'd moved into our RV and we had actually ripped up all the carpet in it and replaced it with some vinyl wood floors. And so the, it, the RV was looking good. It was clean. It was nice. My husband takes a shower gets out. He's like shaving, whatever, using the sink. And all of a sudden he looks down and his feet are wet. And Uh because he hadn't opened that lever to let all the water flow out, it was coming out of the lowest drain, which was in the shower. So you can just imagine like those tanks are huge. So it had to have been closed up for like a week. So you've got a week of old shower and sink water with like Mm. bits of food and soap and all that stuff. Like the name gray tank is apt because that water comes out dark gray and it's just flowing freely out of our shower across our fresh, clean wood floors, getting all underneath them. And it was, it was a real nasty mess to clean up. Yeah. I mean, and who cleans, you both clean up the mess. I mean, are you, is he more likely to step in or is it 50, 50? He is a great cleaner. He's, um, especially in such a small space, he wasn't like this before he moved into the RV, but any bit of clutter that you leave out makes an RV feel that much smaller, which was another big lesson for us as far as we created a one-month rule. If we didn't touch something in a month out, it was going because the more stuff you have in an RV, the more claustrophobic almost it feels because it's just a tiny box on wheels. And so anytime it is a mess in the RV, Heath is like the first one to jump in and and start cleaning. So he's great about that. So, I mean, this could have been a very different life. Let's be honest. Uh, You you met each other and both are all in on this and which you have to be. And uh, I would think that would make the marriage better because, you know, you're both passionate about this. You're exploring life together. What do you think your life would have been like if you said, well, I'll just do this for one week, but I want to live, quote unquote, a normal life? You know, Heath and I have talked about this a lot lately. We definitely think we would have had a kid sooner out of like boredom almost Uh because the past five years we've been go, go, go. We've visited like seven countries. We've visited all 50 states. We've RV'd all over the world and absolutely just been full throttle of, of travel. And whenever we come you know, someplace like an apartment and we're still for a period of time, you realize how much time you have on your hands. And I definitely, we've talked about it. Like if we had just been in an apartment for these first four years of marriage, it would have been so much more like, yeah, let's go ahead and have a kid. Like we don't have too much else going on. Hmm. I mean, are we going to get a book, uh, how to live in an RV and raise a child and homeschool a child? I mean, are you going to be doing the homeschooling? You know what? I'm taking it the route of she's six months old. I got four and a half years to figure that one out. Okay. (laughs) Stay tuned, folks. You know, I mean, but uh, we're going to be right back with Alyssa Patchett. She's an author along with her husband, Heath. Well, actually, are you going to be the, you take star billing or do you include him in the, uh, in the billing of this book? 
um, you know, I'll give him like the supporting actor role. <laughs> all right. It's all you. Alyssa Patchett is the name of our author, A Beginner's Guide to Living in an RV. Everything I Wish I Knew Before Full-Time RVing Across America. Stay tuned. We're going to find out about how to purchase an RV and how to go about that and, uh, and, and, and not get ripped off right after this. Hey everyone, Athena Dean Holtz with Redemption Press here. Are you a coach, pastor, blogger, small group leader, thought leader, ministry, or industry professional with a message that could benefit others? If so, we'd love to help you produce a professional book that can open new doors and be an impact to other people's lives. We'd love to hear about your idea and see how we can help with our personalized writing coaches and professional editorial team. Visit redemption-press.com. Every day, over three and a half million children walk, bike, and ride to a Christian school. Every day. But many of our schools are in danger of closing. Our Christian schools are too important to our children, to our families, and to our nation to let that happen. Christian School Management at christianschoolmanagement.org is dedicated to the health of our Christian schools. Contact christianschoolmanagement.org to help your Christian school fill and stay filled with children impacting our nation. We're back with Alyssa Pageant, and she is the best-selling author of a book called A Beginner's Guide to Living in an RV, Everything I Wish I Knew Before Full-Time RVing Across America. And it's very succinctly written. Uh, it, you know, it's, you, I love that. <laughs> you, don't have to, you don't waste time. You get right to the, to the bottom line here. And I'm sure one of the things that people want to know about is, you know, they must be scared to death when they see from the road. They can see all these, you know, RVs and motor coaches. Uh, and how do you go about getting one? Do you get a used one? you get a new one? What, what are the best practices and how can we not get ripped off here? I highly recommend used every time for, for two reasons. One is just depreciation. RVs are not assets. They are total luxury vehicles. I mean, it's right there in the name, recreational vehicles. They are for fun. So whenever you're going to, to buy one that's fresh off the lot, just like a car, you know, as soon as you drive away, you're losing tens of thousands of dollars. So buying new isn't something that I would recommend for that reason. The second reason is new RVs are going to be in the shop a little bit more for warranty work just because RVs are assembled by hand. They aren't as streamlined as cars that are, you know, just being put together by robots. There are so many different floor plans and so many different specific things that they're assembled by real people in the plant. We were just up in Iowa two weeks ago, picking up our new Winnebago. And you can take a tour of the factory and see it moving down the line with people inside of it, installing all of the wiring and putting in your oven and all those specific things, which is super, super cool. I highly recommend if you like RVs at all to go tour a factory like um, like Winnebago's. I don't know of any other factories that will give you tours, but um, just to I see want to them. Join. I want to Count me in. It's it's so cool to see and and know like that is going to be someone's little home on wheels. So I would definitely recommend getting getting used for those two reasons. Uh, for our very first one, we started looking at at Craigslist mostly just because we were twenty three years old and we definitely couldn't afford a new RV and we didn't have any credit history to get a loan for one. And our first one, we, it was actually a truck camper which is a camper that literally just sits in the bed of a truck. If you don't know what a truck camper is, it's those little ones that just sit right on top of the truck. You don't have to tow anything behind you. And 
we went out to the cellar, toured the rig, talked to them for a few hours and everything, and it was all good. And we called them the next day and said, hey, we really want it. And we want to get it inspected first. And we had told them the day before, like we were like 90% sure that we were going to buy from them. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we told them that we were going to go to get it inspected first, he like flipped his lid, <laughs> just, like, cursing us out and telling us like, why don't you trust me on this? Red and, flag. Yeah, total, total red flag. So that uh, are, like obviously didn't work out. And that's kind of the, the biggest thing with buying used is to always ask whoever you're buying it from, especially if you're buying it from an individual, uh, like on RV trader or Craigslist or something like that is to ask them if you can, you know, give them the keys to your car and take the RV to go get inspected. And almost any RV repair shop will be able to do like a 20 point inspection for you as far as checking all the normal stuff as far as like how the engine runs. But RVs have a lot of complicated systems like the slide outs. So the rooms that expand out from the sides or the jacks, which will come down and stabilize your rig so that can always be level. And all those things get really complicated and require work from specific RV mechanics. So to be able to take it to a legitimate RV inspector and say, hey, make sure this all runs and is up to snuff is very much the biggest key before buying a used RV. Yeah, I like that advice. That, that person obviously had nothing to hide, you know, getting super yeah. mad. If it wasn't, that's crazy. But do you think that instead of a Winnebago, do you think one day they'll call it like a pageant? <laughs> you know, I mean, you can have your own brand. We actually have a couple different friends that are like manufacturing their own RVs. And I, to me, I'm like, that's so much liability driving down the road. I, it would stress me out knowing that someone was driving something that I built on the road. Come on. I mean, you know, I watched a movie about the making of McDonald's and everyone across America could have a pageant. That would be kind of cool. That'd be kind of neat. So has there been a lot of different variations? Obviously getting your first RV could be, you know, kind of stressful. You want to make sure you get the right one. Uh, and, and before this interview, you know, I did go to an RV place with my wife and uh, it was a new RV place, but they sold some you know, use stuff as well. And uh, just try to get prepared for this as far as knowing what questions to ask. But I, I would think in, in thinking about it, right? Uh, people probably get nervous. They don't want to mess up and get the wrong RV. So how nervous were both of you uh, and scrupulous about, about picking the right one? Well, I think that's where our age really came in handy because we we're, we we're pretty naive and thinking like, you know, whatever we get, it'll be fine. It had a stove, it had an oven, it had a bed. That's all I needed a way to cook and a place to sleep and how to shower that we actually never used because it was so tiny on that very first RV. But I think approaching your first one, especially if you're going to full time, getting an an older one that you can kind of fix up and, and make your own, which is what we did, I would recommend just because there's a lot less risk associated with it because you can buy an older RV for a few tens of thousands of dollars versus a hundred thousands of dollars of a new one. And you can add a coat of paint or switch out the couch and do little things like that. And if you drive in it for a couple months and you realize, you know what, I really wish I had this floor plan or this layout, or I didn't have this and I had this instead, those sorts of things, it's going to be a lot easier to then sell it and not be worrying about losing a bunch of money on that sale because really you've made small improvements to it. Not a lot of RVs are super beautiful on the inside, especially those used older ones. So whenever you 
do any sort of renovations on the inside. Uh, that always makes a big difference. And that's like a big thing on Instagram right now is like RV renovations. I know I follow a lot of them, at least of seeing people throwing yes. out all the furniture and Luxury. everything. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It is cool. In fact, when you see these, uh, what are the, you know, motor coach, you talk about that, you know, it's not called a motor home or a mobile home, you say, you know, mm-hmm. it's an RV and, and also they have the motor uh, coaches. Uh, some of them look like, I mean, they really capture imagination. They're like uh, a luxury. I mean, oh, even yeah. nicer than a house. Oh, totally. And I think that's kind of like the misconception for a lot of people that maybe haven't RV before is that they're a little bit, I don't know redneck or trashy or mobile home parks come to mind, like run down almost. And then like, if you actually go RV shopping, like we just moved into a 2020 uh, Winnebago diesel pusher. So Mm. it's like a motor coach. It's a big 40 foot rig and it is super, super luxurious and, and nice. And then if you go into like a, an RV dealership and look at like a Prevo, those are million dollar motor coaches. Mm. They are insane. I mean, that's like what Taylor Swift is going to be in as she's touring the country. Like it's, it's oh, those man, that's so cool. machines. Um, but I think too often people just think of RVs as like this kind of lower class thing, but there's a lot of really nice rigs on the market. Yeah. There's so many different makes and models and uh, you know, I never in my life never noticed them. Right. All of a sudden yeah. my eyes are open. I'm looking at them. And yeah. I'm thinking like, what if, you know, <laughs> what, how, how, you know, can you pull that off? But, but you have to have two people on board. You can't be scared, you know, and half do it. But I'm sure some people do it. Maybe they do it for a year and kind of get wet feet or I don't know how long. It must be like a rite of passage. You guys have been doing this for what, four or five years. Is it kind of like, uh, you know, who's been doing this the longest? Is like the king of the RV? <laughs> no, but we did set that timeline initially, like, Whenever we moved into the RV, we said it'll take us seven months to drive all 48, like lower 48. So that was our timeline as far as we'll do this for seven months. And if we hate it, you know, we'll sell the RV and move on that sort of thing. But we fell in love with it. And yeah, now it's been five and a half years. And Heath, is, he's no longer disowned. I mean, if both parents kind of like, you know, this is, this is okay. I'm, I'm okay with this lifestyle. Yeah, you know, you mentioned it earlier. As soon as we were on like Fox and Friends and it was like they saw other people be interested in what it was like full-time RVing, they were like totally on board. <laughs> That's cool. Like, hey, my kids are all right. You know, they uh, being on. <laughs> but this is so neat. And uh, well, we're going to find out a little bit more. Alyssa Padgett, our special guest, a beginner's guide to living in an RV. Everything I wish I knew before full-time RVing across America. We're going to try to find out some questions that you may have, you know, or the top questions about getting an RV right after this. Charlotte Christian College and Theological Seminary believes that every Christian has a distinct calling and that he or she must boldly respond to that call. Charlotte Christian specializes in equipping the adult learner and all degrees are available both online and on campus. Degree fields include urban Christian ministry, biblical studies, pastoral studies, and more. So whether you are called to full-time ministry or as a co-vocational minister, Charlotte Christian can help you. Visit us at charlottechristian.edu or call 704-334-6882. A beginner's guide to living in an RV. Man, 
You know, let's be honest, everybody's thought about it, but would you actually do it? Well, this book, Everything I Wish I Knew Before Full-Time RVing Across America, Living in an RV, Alyssa Padgett, our special guest, uh, it really covers everything. So, uh, you know, we're, we're about to embark on a new year, uh, a new beginning. And so uh, do you find that this is the time that people, if they're going to do it, they, they kind of jump right in? I've noticed, actually, it's the springtime for a lot of people. Hmm. A lot of people say in April or May or like when the kids are out of school, that is when they, they start RVing. You would think that, yeah, like New Year's resolution, but it, I think no one wants to get out in the winter. <laughs> yeah, that, well, that's another question. I'm sure people ask and try to do that, thinking mm-hmm. that, that maybe they can get away with it, but uh, you don't recommend that, do you? Well, I think that any time that you like, I think it depends. Like we started RVing in May this week. We're starting full timing again and it's the middle of December and we are heading straight to Florida to sunny weather and warmer where, weather. Where? I'm in Florida. We're heading to, <laughs> to Tampa. There's actually a yeah. big RV show in Tampa every January. So we're going to be speaking at that. When, when, when is that? I'm, 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 a, I'm a fan. When, when is this? And people who are listening, they could of course attend too. Yeah, the Tampa show is open to the public. I believe it's the 14th through the 18th. It's It starts on the Wednesday and ends on the Sunday. Wow. January. So, I mean, I don't know. There, you take this interview where you wanted to go. I have so many questions, but I mean, I imagine uh, you don't seem like the type of person that is not assertive, you know, but sometimes <laughs> people feel like they want to put their two cents in and say, why don't you be responsible? Or how could you, you know, bring up a child in an RV and things like that? What do you say to those people? For the longest time, a lot of people asked us when we were going to get a real job to which we would say like, okay, well, we're traveling full time and making more than we did in an office job. So I feel like that's pretty real if you ask me. Mm-hmm. But I think the biggest uh, you know, criticism, we haven't gotten anything about traveling with our, our daughter. Don't even go there. They better even not. Yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> come on. But we always would hear from people like, get it out of your systems now. Or like, yeah, you should definitely travel like before you have kids to which I think is almost like the reason why I'm like so excited to get back on the road is just like point at people and be like, ha ha, you were wrong. You can totally travel with kids. And so that's like the biggest thing for me as, as a point is that anyone can travel full time. You just have to figure out how to take your job or your business on the road so that you can support yourself. You got another, now you're having an updated book, isn't it? Again, a beginner's got a living in an RV, Alyssa Padgett, our special guest, but uh, when is the updated version? It's coming out. Yeah, I'm working on it right now, so I should be able to release it in February. That's cool. And do you have another book up your, I have a feeling you have a couple things going on. I've been working, so my first book is very much informational of teaching people like you know, here's how you get your mail on the road. Here's how you get internet on the road, things like that. I really want to write a book that's more of the stories from the road of here's the hilarious and weird and funny and crazy things that have happened to us while we've actually been RVing to give yes. people a glimpse of the lifestyle. That's what I want to know. 
<laughs> well, there's a whole lifestyle out there, and people should find out about it by uh, getting the book from Alyssa Padgett. It's called A Beginner's Guide to Living in an RV. Everything I Wish I Knew Before Full-Time RVing Across America. Trust me, I've read it, and there's tons of information. You'll learn a lot. Don't forget to go on her website, too, heathandalyssa.com, H-E-A-T-H, okay? So heathandalyssa.com. Also, if you go on YouTube, you can go to Heath and Alyssa and check out some of their videos. You are a blessing, and uh, we appreciate you being on the program. Thank you so much. Our sponsors with over 90 years experience in developing audio electronics. Bayer Dynamics stands for innovative audio products with the highest sound quality and pioneering technology. Two business divisions, consumer and installation, provide tailor solutions for professional and private users. All products are developed in Germany and primarily manufactured by hand. From headphones to microphones and conference and interpretation systems. For more information, please visit north-america.bearedynamic.com. And by Vocal Booth to Go carries a complete line of products and accessories specifically designed for voiceover actors, audio professionals, podcasters, producers, and studio owners to help them get professional results for their clients. It's your go-to place for sound treatment, soundproofing, portable, and mobile vocal booths. Visit VocalBoothToGo.com for more information. And Oralex Acoustics has one mission, to make you sound your best. Thousands of satisfied Oralex customers have experienced improved acoustics, along with free expert advice, total sound control products from Oralex. Enjoy widespread use among prominent artists, producers, engineers, and corporations worldwide. Remember, it's not your gear, it's the room. Visit Oralex.com for more information. And great audio starts with great gear. And Zoom's 30-year reputation promises quality and affordability. Visit zoom-na.com today for recorders, audio interfaces, effects pedals, and more. We're Zoom, and we're for creators.